Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 334. New Parents, Listen Up! Passion and Parenting Can Coexist by April Eldemeyer with Gottman.com Hola, I'm Joss Marie, and welcome to my show where I narrate from some of the best relationship blogs out there every weekday just like an audiobook. I cover content that offers insight on dating, marriage, parenting, and pretty much anything else relationship-based. So feel free to share any topic ideas that you'd like to hear me cover right at oldpodcast.com. But with that, let's hear how it's possible that parenting and passion can coexist and start optimizing your life. New Parents, Listen Up! Passion and Parenting Can Coexist by April Eldemeyer with Gottman.com While walks on the beach and lazy afternoons of lovemaking often take a backseat after having a baby, Dr. John Gottman's research presented in the Bringing Baby Home workshop shows that passion and parenting can coexist. Gottman studied over 150 parents before and after having their first child and found that almost two-thirds reported heightened conflict, relationship disappointment, and hurt feelings post-baby. What were the other one-third of couples doing differently? They were making romance and friendship a part of their routine. While a decrease in sex is common and expected in the first few months of a newborn's life, it is still an important part of a couple's life and a strong predictor of overall relationship satisfaction. Thus, prioritizing sex and intimacy is essential for new parents going through the transition to parenthood. Understanding the initial adjustment to parenthood. Life is an emotional roller coaster the first few months after having a baby. Natural stressors of parenting such as hormonal shifts, recovery from childbirth, and sheer physical exhaustion, coupled with a reduced drive, leave every parent experiencing the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, and everything in between. It's no surprise that both men and women find themselves less interested in sex and romance during this time. For new moms, breastfeeding and bonding with their baby become the priority, and women can struggle to find equal time for both spouse and baby. Dads, learning the ropes of parenthood as well, feel increased pressure to provide for and protect the family, whether financial or otherwise. These new roles can be tricky for spouses to navigate. While juggling the maze of new parenthood together, romance, passion, and intimacy can quickly take a backseat to exhaustion, short-fused statements, and unstimulating errand talk. Creating and sustaining a relationship that is rich in meaning, infused with those special rituals that bring us closer together and allow us to connect with one another, is even more important after having a baby. Establishing Rituals of Connection 
The Bringing Baby Home research found that the quality of a couple's life is a direct result of how emotionally connected they are to each other. Keeping the emotional connection strong not only helps to buffer the stressors of new parenthood, but also allows for greater passion and intimacy. To keep the emotional connection strong, be intentional. Consider developing a morning routine of feeding, playing, and taking care of the baby together. Spend 10 minutes a day unwinding and building love maps, and make weekends extra special by planning a unique family outing. When you create intentional rituals of connection, you're deepening your friendship in small, everyday, tangible ways, while also increasing your sexual intimacy. Preserving Intimacy and Romance Most couples think that fancy dinners, weekend getaways, and sexy lingerie make for a more romantic relationship. But research shows that these are not the key to increasing intimacy. New parents should feel more at ease knowing that they don't have to think big. The small, everyday interactions like holding hands, a long hug, and cuddling at the end of the day are tender moments that keep partners physically connected. A couple's life peaks when they simply make time for each other, engage with one another, and build a surplus of positive interactions. Keeping sex and affection alive Initially, some moms may feel overtouched from nursing and holding their baby, so they won't feel particularly touchy-feely with their spouse. But affection doesn't have to be only physical. Couples can still stay close and intimate through verbal and non-physical tenderness. Talking about what feels good, expressing appreciation, and keeping daily rituals of connection in place can be a welcome source of comfort. Taking a soothing bubble bath together, giving a light shoulder massage at the end of a long day, and talking about sex are great ways to still feel close and intimate. Sexual desire can return after kids. Once new parents realize how important it is for the overall quality of their relationship, they can begin to discuss how to reignite the flames. Therapist Lonnie Barbach suggests using numbers to gauge the desire for sex. For example, one partner may be a 7 or 8, very interested, and the other may be a 2, low interest. The number 2 may not be a personal rejection, but perhaps more of a no for now. The partner who is a 7 or 8 can decide if they want to initiate further in the hopes of getting their partner interested. With the right moves, the number two partner may quickly move up the scale of arousal. Many couples report that scheduling time to make love keeps them committed to following through and is something they look forward to experiencing. The idea of scheduling sex may seem silly, but the truth is that sex is rarely ever truly spontaneous. Newly dating couples still plan for lovemaking by choosing a special outfit, buying new cologne, or picking a steamy playlist in anticipation of the night ahead. Planning regular date nights away from your baby can also help replenish and fortify your relationship. Some other ideas include morning lovemaking or spooning during nap times. Sexy messages throughout the day build excitement for the night ahead and makes courting playful, lighthearted, and fun. Intentionally carving out this time with your partner helps to remind you that you are a team, which in turn makes it easier for you to tackle daily struggles in a united way. In the long run, it also helps you to be better co-parents to your child. Having children is most definitely a game changer, but it doesn't have to be a romance killer. With just a little bit of effort, new parents can preserve intimacy in the midst of early morning wake-ups, around-the-clock feedings, and at times, overwhelming set of new responsibilities. You just listened to the post titled, New Parents, Listen Up, Passion and Parenting Can Coexist, by April Aldemeyer with Gottman.com. 
and I've actually featured guest author April Eldemeyer on my show in the past, but just in case you may not remember, she is a licensed marriage and family therapist, bringing baby home educator, and couples expert in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So thanks to Gottman for letting me share April's post with you today. It's nice to have her content back on the show. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Have a great Thursday, and hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow with the final show of the week, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.